What's good, fam? Thanks for joining me, your host, Corey Cabri, on the Living Life on Purpose podcast, where we discuss various topics on how to apply God's principles to your everyday life. I hope you enjoy the discussion. Okay, okay, alrighty. So, we're talking about spiritual growth. Spiritual growth. And then I just had a question because last week we talked about walking in the spirit, right? And then, and simply put, it's walking in God's direction, right? Choosing to walk in God's direction. And what was the scripture? Well, the scripture was 19 through 22. And before we jump into that, I just had like a question. Like, what does that really mean when, when you say spiritual growth? Like, what does that mean? I've been thinking about that. Because you think about physical growth, you're growing physically, right? It could mean a couple of things. You could be little and then you can grow into full stature, right? And then it could also mean like your bodybuilding, Right, like say you know you're trying to build muscle, mm-hmm. right, right. That would be physical growth in a sense, physically growing your muscles, right. Uh, but when you think about spiritual growth, what is that? What how, I mean, how does that look? You know, we we I like to 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 make sense of things, and not in the sense of logic, but we say a lot of stuff, and then but. There's no real description, right? It's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I've been growing spiritually, and then you can't really describe how you've grown spiritually. And 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 I mean, most times, what we we, we can attribute it to knowledge, right? It's like, oh, well, I know all of this stuff, but is that really spiritual growth? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I mean, because you learned like. All 65 books of the Bible, right? In the 66. Oh, well, I ain't read that one yet. But then when you get to that 66 one, then you good. That that growth, is that just knowledge? Or does knowledge and spiritual growth go together? Hmm. Nobody, nobody wants to talk about it? Nope. No? What, whatever... Whatever we're doing, Corey, if it doesn't make us a better worshiper of, of God or a mm-hmm. worshiper of God, it's sort of useless. Yeah. So then describe that, a better worshiper. Where God has your absolute attention. Okay. Not Not that you know something about him. Mm-hmm. But that he has your attention, right? It's a big, it's a big difference in those two. It is. Then we say we know, we we say we know people, and uh, and for the most part, it's just a casual surface knowledge of another individual, right? And we and we call that knowledge, right? And it's so shallow. I, I agree. 
But it, it, I mean, it's it, his word proclaims what we are to be, or what we are. And right. Our mission is, and our mission is to walk in the realization of all that, right? Right. So when we start talking about growth, I mean, I mean, sounds like we comparing one another to, you know, comparing ourselves to one another, and what good is that? Is is that is that it though? And that's not it. It's, uh, it's a whole lot more than that. Because when you when you go back to John fifteen, and he says, "If you do this, meaning or remain in Him or abide in Him, and right, right you can bear more fruit, right." <laughs> so there is a more. Yeah, right? And more. what mm-hmm. what fruit? What fruit was he talking about? Right. <laughs> right. So so then there was there was there sounds like there was an advancement or a growth. You went from one stage to another stage. You grew from one place to another place, right? That's not comparing to somebody else. And and then when you think about it, just this physical growth, there's this actual growth, right? You you actually grow physically and then you go into full stature. So there's a there is a way to do that spiritually, or is it not? Well, try this on for yeah, size. I think. Go ahead, mm-hmm. please. No, I was just, um, you kind of alluded to last week when you were talking about the Lord spoke to you about spiritual growth and it being, you're content to mm-hmm. go at his faith. That's one way you can look and see your spiritual growth. And then earlier you talked about, is it connected to knowledge? And I say it is, but connected in this point that you have a self-awareness of how much spiritual growth you need to do your awareness Mm. of how much more fruit you have to bear, your awareness of how much are you really dying to yourself or are you really a dead woman or man walking? Are you really, um, so I think those are the ways that not looking or comparing at other people, but just really saying, is that old old person really gone? Am I really walking in the newness of Christ that I have? And, um, being able to see, like a thing I've been sharing with some friends recently is about, you know, am I looking in the natural or my spiritual eye? Because if I'm growing spiritually, I should not be looking at anything from a natural standpoint anymore. I need to be at a place where every interaction I have throughout the whole day, I'm hearing the Holy Spirit or I'm asking God for guidance and knowledge and wisdom and Revelation, God, help me see what's happening in the spirit mm-hmm. and not just trying to respond in the natural, but you're responding from a place in the spirit. And actually we end up reacting in the natural when we're yeah. not spiritual mature. And when you think about that scripture in Galatians and all the different things, when you walk after the flesh, it's really um, when you allow yourself to operate in the natural, right. being seduced by what you see, by what you hear, by what you taste, or what feels. So your five senses get in the way of that spiritual growth often. And, um, you know, that's why it's so important to really understand that what what does it mean to be in the world and not of it? Because those who are in it, you know, and of it, then, then you can get distracted and be operating in that place 
from the natural and not at the spirit. And I know myself, I can easily get caught up in that. Just it only takes one skate on the radio station or one right. person to cut their eye at me. And then I'm like, whoa, she's still there. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, and so it's really great. Like I love when things happen. Like I just had something happen recently, and I call my friend like, oh, man, this is so awesome. I did not want to cuss them out. Do you know I just smiled? You know, I remember a day when I would make a grown man cry when I found out all this. But you know what? I didn't even feel the need to do that because you know what the Lord told me? What could you do to him? He's already a mess. You know, you need to pray for this person. They've already been hurt to no repair, and that's why they only know how to hurt other people. And so that's that spiritual growth, I believe, that you're talking about. It's not comparing is comparing your old versus your new. Who are you walking in each day? Yeah. So, mm. That's good. That's Man, y'all get that? That's good. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was really good. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I don't, I don't even have to say anything. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and end this call right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. We know. We know you. <laughs> oh, no, I know. I know. I'm a mess. But it's, you know, I, you know, as I, I, you know, I think about a lot of things, and, and it's good. I love what you brought out, and you touched on something. Um, the 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 walking in the mind of Christ, or, or seeing it through Christ's lens, right? And mm-hmm. because that's that's the place where we're going, right? So mm-hmm. when you look at a, a growth, and and, then, and this is another thing too, because. Everything that you're doing, whether it's spiritual or physical, is still in the natural. You get that? Because mm-hmm. you're performing it in your body. You're, you're still walking it out, mm-hmm. right? So when I say spiritual growth, and this is when I want, what, what the Lord is showing me is because we say spirit, and a lot of people may get uh, confused in that, right? When you say spirit, like, like you're walking in a ghost, Walk in this ghost. You're not walking in the ghost, right? You're walking in your body. You're still in your body, right? And so I, this, to me, if you, you guys have been with me for a little bit, you know, we, when I say I like to make sense of it in that light because we do a lot of sayings, you know, and, and, and you say things and people can't really see it. It's like, man, I'm growing spiritually. And then people looking at you like, okay. What does that really mean? And what I mean by people is people that are actually trying to, you know, emulate Christ's walk as well. They're basically new to the faith, right? And then and then they don't have a clue what you're talking about. And then they start repeating what you're saying because, you know, the sound good when it came out. It's like, oh, well, I'm growing spiritually too. <laughs> and then they're not. <laughs> they're really not, right? So, so, so. You, 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 man, you hit the nail on the head in that, in that it's seeing it through Christ's lens, right? And then after you see it, now, now, are you walking in that, what you're seeing, right? So, so, so you see how Christ would walk in this. Now, are you walking in it? And then, and then the more fine-tuned you get in your walking and seeing, that's, that's, that's the growth, Right, you becoming more and more close-minded to how Christ sees it, and people say, "Oh, you're just so close-minded." Well, that's what we are going to. We becoming more close-minded in how Christ sees it and how Christ walks in it. 
Right. Mm-hmm. And then and then when you look at these from what, what is it, 19 through 22, when you look at these mm-hmm. now, now you have measuring rods. This is just that these are just measurements. Right. You can look at your fit, the physical side. When, when you when you're not walking in it the way Christ would walk in it, then, then more than likely you're getting this physical side. Right. You get 19. All right, you get adultery, fornication, cleaning is looting. You get idolatry, you get sorcery, you get all of that old good old stuff, right? That feel good, but then got some old nasty consequences, right? Nasty consequences. But then when you getting over in in, the, in that spiritual Christ lens side, you getting in that love, that joy, that peace, that long suffering, you know, all of that stuff that that don't really feel good, but it produces great results. All of the consequences are great. And, and, and notice this too. Notice this too. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago that when, when, you, when you do walk in crisis, when, when you do walk in it as though Christ is doing it through you, right? It may not actually benefit you. It may not necessarily benefit you. But, but, but the goal that Christ is bringing, that Christ wants to accomplish in you, it will be accomplished and it will be great. It will be so marvelous. Like the people that it's going to affect or the person that it's going to affect, it will be marvelous. Right? So when you think about growth, when you think about spiritual growth, you think you're thinking less about yourself. Right? You're thinking less about yourself and and we can go through 22 and 23 right and we can break down every one right but the big one the big one to me and 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 what we started last week and i think we was talking about patience but the big one to me it would be would be love because because when you walk in the love aspect of it you're going to do everything else you're going to do everything else right and we we i'm still uploading uh discussions from from the love series. I was like, man, I didn't realize we were on love for so long. But you can't get around it. You can't get around the love because when you look at Christ, it, the, the love he walked in, it, it was so blind to who he was, but so so wide open in his visual to where everybody else was. His focus was on where everybody needed to be. Man, you need to be over here. You need to be over here. You need to be. And this is the beautiful thing about us. We only have we we not only have to walk in a sense of love towards others, but we also have to walk in a sense of love towards ourselves. It's like, well, what makes sense of that? Let me make sense of it. Because if I'm acting outside of what Christ is wanting me to act, how am I loving me? All all I'm doing is setting myself up for consequences that are only going to harm me. So why would I put myself in those predicaments? Right? Think about that. Why would I put myself in a predicament that is only going to bring harm to myself? I'm out stealing. Right? What good am I going to get from stealing? Right? Yeah, I may have gotten uh, a temporary possession, but as soon as I get caught, then what? I, can, I, I have potential to get what? Shot or put in jail? I mean, because people are killing people over their stuff, right? So so you want to get killed over, over stealing somebody's stuff? Is that what you want? Taking something that's not yours? I mean, and it's just fathoming it, right? It's just fathoming it. How, you, you're, you're not loving you in that light. You're not loving you in that light. So growth, growth, 
thinking about growth in every decision you make, does it reflect love towards you? <laughs> I know that's, that's tough. That's a different way of looking at it. I didn't even know Christ was going to lead me in that direction. Like really thinking about that. It, that in the decisions you make and, 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 and walking in Christ, right, and walking in the spirit and walking in God's direction or not, how is it reflecting love towards yourself? Yeah. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? How is it reflecting love towards you? That's just a strange sense of selfishness in a sense, right? Because when, I, when we talked about it, uh, it through the series of love, I meaning I call it a series, it really wasn't a series. We were just talking about love. But uh, it was mostly on looking at other people, you making decisions so other people could get help. But we also got to think of it in ourselves, too. How is this really helping me in, in the sense of reaping godly benefits, reaping godly benefits? Make sense? In, in, anybody else got something they want to add? No? So we talked about um, in the sense of growing spiritually, and God said it's walking at his pace. And how he initially gave it to me was this. He said, accepting what I'm allowing. Accepting what I'm allowing. And that's a hard pill to swallow. That's a hard pill to swallow. When you think about when you think about God saying, he told me this. He said, you have to accept what I'm allowing. He's like, what does that mean exactly? Let me, you, let me break down what it meant exactly. At that point in time, I had just finished school, college. I was just finished college. And... I didn't have a job, and I was living with my mom, and I was just trying to get any kind of job. I remember I applied at Lowe's. I went to Burger King. I applied at Burger King, and nobody would hire. And I'm in my mom's house. And the good thing about it, I didn't have any bills, and I didn't um, did have my student loans, but they weren't requiring me to pay them back at the time. But I didn't need money. Well, I needed to eat, but my mom was furnishing it at the time, so it was cool, and she wasn't bothered by me staying there. But... I was raised, I wasn't raised to just be this Superman dude, but I had, uh, coming into Christ, desire to work, right? I, it didn't matter what kind of work. I'm just the type of person, I just like to work. But I didn't have a job, and I couldn't get one. Lord was like, I ain't getting no job. It's like, oh, man, why not? You know what I mean? What's the deal? You know, he's like, why aren't you giving me a job, Lord? I, I, I need to work too, right? And, uh, you know, there's a lot of times in my room just praying and fasting and just studying, not even to get a job, but just studying because just that's what I did. But then it would always come back to this question, like, you know, you know, Lord, we go through our sessions of study and fast and praying, and then, you know, I go through my sessions of applying for jobs, and then you don't give me one. What's, what's, what's up with that? <laughs> and then you ain't like, ain't nobody calling me to go preach. You know what I mean? So I'm just sitting here. What's up with that? And then it just, I don't know why, but it's just like he just spoke to me in a sense to settle my mind. He said, accept what I'm allowing. If I have you in this position, if I have you in this place, if I have you right here, then you good, right? Because I got you right here. If, if, if somebody else had you right here, then, then you probably you probably punished. You probably get it punished. But, but I have you right here. Now, that's where I was in the space of my life in that particular time, right? That, that was just chilling with my mom, no money, no job, but I was good, right? And, and he, it was like I, I, 
it was either a, it was a choice I had to make. I had to accept it or I had to keep fighting against it, right? Because in my mind, I was fighting against it because I hadn't accepted it yet. I was still trying to find this place that I was supposed to be when God was telling me, dude, right here. <laughs> because he didn't move me. He didn't move me until three months later. Right. Until he finally said, all right, I'm going to give you this job. And then I got a job. But it was three months later. I had to chill right there, studying, chilling with him, just chilling with him every day. And my mom, I never forget, my mom came in the room sometimes. She's like, how you doing? I was like, man, I'm good, chilling. This is depressing. <laughs> That's what she told me. I was like, well, I mean, it could be for some people, but this is where God has me, man. And, and I, was, I finally accepted it after about 30 days. <laughs> But after I did, my mind was at ease. Like I could just walk. I could just walk. I could I could leave the house. I could leave the room, and I could just freely be what God wanted me to be in that particular space. That makes sense. Get that. You got. I could freely be what God wanted me to be. What? Notice what I said. What God wanted me to be. Like I took the focus off of everything that I thought I should have been, and I focused on what God wanted me to be. What did God want me to be? Loving, kind, patient, you know, and you start thinking about these fruits because notice that the fruit, the fruit is only a result of your growth, right? It's it's like something that you, it's just a measurement. You know what I mean? That's just something that's tangible that people can see. They don't really see that spiritual growth. And then, and then this is how God describes it to me. He said the growth is, like I pointed out earlier, or this is described earlier as Michelle described, it was me becoming more aware of where God wanted me to be and then me walking in it. That was it. And as a result, people got to see a loving me. They got to see a patient me. They got to see a kind me, right? A, 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 a me that would have bared, that bared things that was hard. A me that, that, um, was, that, that controlled myself. A me that was gentle. And you only see all of those things. It just, you know, it ends up happening. It just, it just amplifies, right? It amplifies as the situation amplifies in the opposite direction, right? So as you get more pressurized, all of this fruit amplifies in the midst of it, which is why Christ on the cross and he can still be praying for people, right? But he's hanging there. Suffering, but praying for people, telling them to not charge this against them. Now, I know we ain't got there yet, but we're getting there. We ain't got there yet. But just just getting that, right? So when you look at accepting what God is allowing, think about something, the worst thing you could possibly think about, and God, and you in that situation. It wasn't because you made this choice and you did something that was against God. This is just where God has you. And God is over here telling you to accept it because I'm allowing it. Why are you mad? If I'm allowing it, why are you mad? Make sense? If I allowed it, why are you mad? <laughs> why are you upset? How do I feel about the situation? Is it, that makes sense? I, the Lord, he has a feeling about it. How does he feel about it? And then when you start taking on that mindset, right? And you start taking, because that's the whole point. That's the whole point of our existence, man. That's it. That is it. It's it's like it's like we become. Um, I don't know if you ever seen the movie Matrix, but 
It's like we become the people in the matrix, but on the outside, right? We're not controlled by the the enemy. We we become the the neos controlled by God, right? But all of us are the neos. It's not just one neo. It's all of us. We work outside of the world, but in the world. But God is working through us. You know what I mean? So we get to go back into the matrix and free up all the other people being controlled by the enemy. <laughs> I mean, pretty much, I'm done. I'm done. I am so done. You know, you just take a point of view. Of course, I can keep talking, but I want y'all to talk to share y'all's experiences. And this is the other thing, too. I'm sorry I said I was done, but I guess I was But this is the other thing, too. It's always another situation that God is taking us into. And all we're doing is... That's the same flow, that same flow, whether whether it is something uh, what we would consider to be good happening to us. You know, oh, man, we finally got that job and, you know, we finally got that that spouse or we finally got over that sickness or or, you know, we finally was we finally got, you know, healed from, you know, our children being whatever something happened to them. We finally got over whatever that was going on. We in this state where everything is just glamorous and everybody is happy, you know, and we in that state now. Right. Everything is just around us. Just it just feels good, you know. Our physical, we get our physical goodness, right? That body goodness, like ah, oh, just oh, I love this space. It just feels so good, right? But how does God feel about it? <laughs> it's the same mindset, right? It doesn't change, right? You know I mean, we tend to change. We tend to relax, re- have a lap, right? Because the feeling now is good. We tend to like, oh, I love this space. I never want to leave this spot. But but how does God feel about that spot? Like we never think about it like that. Like oh, I know God has me here. <laughs> does he? Because it could be and, blind. And we, Go ahead. And we should feel the same, that same way in the middle of a hard time of our life. Right. But we don't, right? Right. But spiritual growth. When you're experiencing spiritual growth, you'll. <laughs> That Like you can see yourself in a hard time and you see that, oh, I'm not as worried as I used to be. Like I trust God. I know. And, and even that realization makes me personally feel good. Like, oh, I'm in his will. Like I know it's not good right now, but I keep seeing him change something every day to make it make me see that I'm coming out of it. And he's got it worked out. No matter what I do, as long as I stay in his will, like, it's still working out, no matter how bad it is for me right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? I know somebody else has something to say. Rejoice in the Lord always. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And everything gives thanks, and everything gives thanks. I've been thinking about this a lot with the holidays coming up, not to date your podcast, but um, I hear a lot of people talking about what they feel. Yeah. You know, I talk to, I don't feel, like even I say, I don't feel like cooking this year, or and I call somebody else hoping they cook for me. I don't feel like it either. I'm like, what? And, <laughs> and then, you know, I was reminded, why do we do these things? Is this about family or is it about us and making us feel a certain kind of way? Yeah. And um, 
even as people prepare for different things, like why are you even doing those things? Why are you allowing holidays to stress you out? Because if we're focused on what we're supposed to be focused on, it should not stress you out. It doesn't matter. And um, and I love what, you know, just been praying through. I have a lot of family, a lot of different places, and one choice means, you know, some people are upset. And um, I remember somebody said, pray about it. Ask God, who's your assignment? You know, yes, it's all your family, but it's some people he's telling you you assigned to. I'm like, wow. Amen. And those aren't always a, a joy to you each day. Like you try to, you might want to avoid them. Right, exactly. It's like, no, this is where I'm leading you. Go there. Deal with mm-hmm. it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what my friend was saying. And what else I was alluding to when I said when you're in that place of it feels good and then you ask God, well, how does God feel about it? What I was alluding to was we can't allow the feeling to dictate our response. Exactly. Because, see, that's what we get caught up in. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. But what is God saying? Because in that place where it may feel good, God may not even want you to rejoice. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't he want me to rejoice? It feels good. Well, so does sin. Feels good too, now, don't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He wants you rejoicing over that sin. <laughs> yeah. You start thinking differently, right? You start. Well, you don't even think about it in that light. But yeah. you think about what, what? Go ahead. No, I was just agreeing with you. Just like oh. in that moment, like well. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and so then when you allow the lens of Christ to steer you, it's like what it does, it, it, it almost puts you in a state where it's like you're numb to everything unless God tells you not to be numb, right? And it's like, no, oh, nobody wants to be a robot. But that's what we are, though. It's like, you know, you don't look at yourself as a robot, but that's what you are. You're a robot. He said, without me, you can do nothing. And then until you really fathom that, that nothing, see, that's the part we don't really fathom. We don't really fathom that nothing. You start thinking about that nothing. If Christ takes whatever it is that he's giving us, right, he takes that away. There's nothing, nothing you can do. Just there's nothing. You can't be sad, happy. You can't, all them five senses, you can't be any one of them. But then he gives you back his breath or his spirit. Then, oh, okay, now you can operate in it. But guess what? All you're doing is operating in it, and that operating is you're choosing to be one of them. You're making the decision to be one of them. And then everything that is making you be you just follows your decision. It just follows it. And that's all it does. It just follows it. Because you, your body functions in the life that it functions, regardless of you. But then you choose how well the body becomes or not well. But then you can't really dictate if it isn't well or not. I said this one day in a in a uh, daily devotional. I can work my body out, but I can't make my muscles grow. I can eat healthy, but I can't make my body healthy. I can't make my body uh, respond to the food the way I want it to. God does. There are people that eat the same way that I eat, and they look at me like, how are you so lean like you are? And, and I'm not. I try to practice balance too, but I, 
My scale is it? <laughs> I'm just saying. Really? Right. 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 Planted, Apollo planted, or Apollo watered, and Apollo's planted, and I'm pretty sure they did both in various times. But God gives the increase. God gives the increase, right? And whatever God has you doing at that moment, then that's what you need to focus on. If He has you planting right now, plant. If He has you watering right now, water. If He has you doing nothing right now, do nothing. And, and don't take will. it personal. Yes. Don't look at it as a knock. Don't it's personal. It's, yeah, it's not. It's, it's not a knock, right? And that's when we get in trouble, Brother Jim, because we start looking at how God is using other people, and then we start comparing ourselves to how God is using them. Well, God ain't yeah. using me like that, and I feel like I'm more qualified than they are. Right. Yeah. I mean, right. I mean, for real. I mean, Lori knows this. I think a long time ago, when I first launched my book, I had a offer for a TV show on a um, cable network out in Denver, and so moved out there, taped a few of the shows, the pilot. Then things switched. The network went under. Whatever. And so now there's this daytime show on called something and something, this man and this woman, and they happen to know some famous. And it's like the stupidest daytime show to me ever, and it's low budget, and it's just so, and I'm like, I can't believe my TV show is not on. I'm like, are you serious, <laughs> And I just have to turn it off. <laughs> it to be like, you don't compare. It obviously wasn't for me. to. That's not what God has me to do in ministry. And I look at this other people that are just like, are you serious? They got people on video chat and that's their guests. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm with you, right? I know exactly what But I can't about. be like that. But I also wanted to encourage if there's anyone listening and what I hear in the comparison spirit, they say, oh, you waited three months, Corey, big deal. I've been waiting 30 years. Or, you know, there's that person I know of that's had like seven miscarriages, that person who's been waiting on a job for five years, and they're like, I've turned it over. I've been, you know, just looking at my spiritual growth. I'm just, this is it. And I think we talked about it in another study before. Well, isn't God enough? What does it mean when we say he's more than enough? Is he more than enough or not? Because no matter the timing, we have to be at that place where it's all him or nothing. And it's, this isn't what we had in mind. This obviously is his will. Like you said, this is what he's allowing. Can I accept it, whether it be three months or 30 years? Yes. Because we're talking about an eternity, right? Yeah, exactly. And so everything we do here is nothing but practice. And so if this is uh, my the dress rehearsal he gave me for presence with him forever, then I'm going to take it. So... Just being at that place. That's good. And Great that was, is your reward. Exactly. I hope y'all got that because that, that was good. You know, we, and that's, that's a big thing that we do. We measure how God is using other people, and we look at it, and we like, 
and, and, and on both sides, like on the negative. Oh, you only waited three months. I, I've done that 300 times that amount, right? And, and, and then that goes back to the other part that I was saying, wherein you're in this state and you feel like, oh, you know, you're finally getting your, your blessing for waiting, right? And you're like, oh, it's just so, life is good now. Well, life was good when you didn't have this thing you saying is a blessing, right? It was good then, too. And then you think about somebody that doesn't have what you've just been given, and and then you're like, oh, just keep waiting, because God is going to bring you through, too. But then what if God doesn't? <laughs> God forbid he doesn't, right? But what if he doesn't? And then, and then so now people are still looking at, the position, right? But they're not looking at God. See, see, when God moved me from one season to the other season, trust me, <laughs> it wasn't a better season. Yes, I was getting money in some aspects, but then it, I wasn't. Because the guy, the job he gave me, I wasn't getting paid. <laughs> he just gave me work. <laughs> I am not kidding. I remember, Brother Jimmy, we talked about yeah, this. I, 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 I remember. Yes, okay. I wasn't and getting paid. Table. So people were looking at my situation and like, oh, man, you know, he finally got his job. Well, he working and he ain't getting paid, y'all. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't rejoice in that. I can't rejoice in that, right? But I could because it was another lesson. And even that person that got the job and was getting paid, there was another lesson. And that's life. Life is a, it's, it's a life of lessons. It's yes. how you going to respond to God in the yes. situation, right? Yes. And that's the thing we miss. That's the thing we miss because that's what I'm saying. Is you, you, we got to get that. We may not get it tonight, but we quit. But as we grow spiritually, as we grow and we see through Christ's lens and we walk in the way that he walked, that's all he did. Read it, please. He said, I don't know. Go ahead, go ahead. When, when, when God describes everything he made as good, and then we re we try to receive some of it as bad, that's sort of stupid. Yeah, yeah. it's diminishing God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's diminishing God. Insulting. It is. He calls it good. He said it was good. Mm -hmm. Like, he was smiling at Lazarus. I know we yeah. ain't talked about him in a long time, but he was smiling at Lazarus. He yeah. was broke, sick, and hungry. Yeah. So the boy wasn't eating, and the boy didn't have no money, and he didn't have no job. And by the way, he lived at somebody's gate. But he was yeah, smiling at that. He's smiling at it. I, I, I have him on assignment. Like, like I have him on assignment. <laughs> He's on assignment, guys. And everybody's assignment is different, right? Mm -hmm. And that's that's why the, the spiritual growth is in because everybody's assignment is different. And, and Michelle, you brought that out earlier. It's it's measuring where you were to where God is taking you, right? And, and you looking at it, you're not looking at it in the sense of I'm not there anymore. It's God is taking me somewhere else. I can't stay where I was because God is taking me somewhere else. You know what I mean? Because we tend to get stagnant in the middle when we say, oh, well, I'm not there anymore. But God is taking you somewhere else. I mean, he, you're still here. That means he's not done. Like, you know, just because you operated, just like, this, is, this is tight. He just gave you this right now. Just because he gave you that manner, that manner for yesterday ain't good for tomorrow. And, and what yeah. I mean by the manner, the character that he built for you yesterday, it ain't good for tomorrow. It ain't going to work. It's not. It's not. 
The character he built for you yesterday was good for yesterday, and then when tomorrow yes. comes, it's another character he's trying to build. And his mercies are renewed. Exactly, and the mercies are renewed. I can't stay stagnant. I mean, we trust me, there are situations that God has up, up ahead of us that He you got to stay fixated on him because it's only, man, you thinking that million dollars that he bringing is just so glorious that he bringing it, that million, he bringing it for you. It's all, it's going to free up all of my worries and my troubles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The ones you have today. But, but the ones you about to get tomorrow, it ain't. You're going to be like, I need 20 more million to get out of this hole the million you put me in. <laughs> I'm being facetious. But I'm not. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm for real done this time. For real done. Well, family, I hope the discussion has encouraged you. I hope it has enlightened you. I hope it has infused you with love and truth to live a life filled with God on purpose. And if it has, join us again for more godly discussions. Thank you.